Special technique. Special technique of shadow boxing. What is going on? You are here now listening to the January 19th, 2020 episode of the Boxing Source Radio Show. I am James Bell, lead boxing analyst for the Cohort Truth on Sports and the leader of the Boxing Source movement. You can catch boxing articles at theboxingsource.net. And you can follow us on Facebook. Just go on Facebook, look up The Boxing Source. You could follow us on Instagram, The Boxing Source, on Twitter, at Boxing Source 2. And you could also subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if you do miss the live uh, portion of the podcast, you could catch it on Anchor.fm or on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. Number to dial in for the Boxing Talk is 347-237-5539. That's 347-237-5539. Press the one key to get on cue. You'll be able to talk live on the show. We got you know a few things here that we're going to be talking about uh, as we had a fairly busy uh weekend uh one thing that was you know over in verona new york and also in philadelphia pennsylvania Uh, of course i am going to open up with what happened in philadelphia pennsylvania as you had the unified Super welterweight titles on the line. Julian J. Rock Williams going up against Jason Rosario. Uh, Julian J. Rock Williams coming in there as a unified champion. Uh, had that win in Fairfax, Virginia over Jared Hurd to win the IBF and WBA Super welterweight championships uh, there as, you know, that was, you know, at the time a uh, little upset as you know, Julian Williams uh, had the opportunity to, you know, win a world title before against Jamal Charlo and ended up getting stopped by Jamal Charlo. Um, but then he turned around and was able to knock down Jared Hurd and come up with the decision win over Jared Hurd to get those uh, unified belts and become a world champion. And, you know, with the news that Jared Hurd decided not to have an immediate rematch, with uh, Julian Williams that, you know, opened the door for J-Rock to uh, have his fight at the Leacara Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 
against Jason Rosario. Uh, Jason Rosario, um, you know, was coming in there, uh, had like a little bit of a winning streak, but did get stopped, um, you know, a couple of years ago, um, you know, in the fight uh, that he had with uh, Gallimore. Um, And, you know, after that, he started to get that winning streak. And, you know, it was, you know, guys that weren't necessarily uh, up there in the Super Welterweight division. So a lot of people uh, favored Julian Williams to uh, get the win. Uh, So that was, you know, the expectation going into the fight. Uh, J-Rock was, you know, going in there with the type of confidence that he has in a lot of his fights, uh, you know, pretty much a – uh, demeanor where uh, he doesn't get too big or anything like that. So that was kind of his approach to this uh, particular fight. And, uh, you know, we had uh, put in a report of, uh, you know, what was happening over in the press conference that uh, you had uh, Jason Rosario and his trainer um, saying that, you know, it was going to be a war or something like that, and uh, you know he's got nothing to lose, and that uh, J Rock had a little issue with that. Talked about, you know, his fighter has nothing to lose, and um, you know, he pretty much said it at the press conference and uh, with an interview uh, that's on the YouTube channel that, you know, both he and Rosario had uh, something to lose. I mean, you could, you know, lose your life in the ring. Uh, and he, you know, mentioned the uh, the um, instances or examples where you had uh, people that passed uh, while being in action in the ring last year. So uh, he showed, he pretty much showed importance that of how dangerous the sport of boxing is. So um, that was something that he did take offense to. Uh, but you know, going into the weigh-in, you uh, seen that uh, J. Rock was. You know, pretty much under a little bit under the weight limit, and so was uh, Rosario. Um, and it's kind of like how he kind of like approached the fight. Like he usually approaches many of his fights, being able to execute, throw combinations, um, you know, punches here and there, uh, creating the timing in order to, um, you know, land punches on Jason Rosario. And that's kind of uh, what he was doing in this instance. Uh, but at the end of the second round, uh, he got caught with a, you know, right hand uh, that caused a cut above his left eye. And it was a pretty significant cut above his left eye that, you know, had bleeding come down into his left eye. So early, very early in the fight, j had to deal with uh, that issue with his eye. So... Um, that is something that he had to, you know, deal with going into the third round. And, you know, once that third round uh, started up, that's when Jason Rosario uh, started to come on, started to, you know, throw uh, power shots uh, there that was landing on Williams and, you know, having Williams deal with that particular issue. But Williams was still, you know, there with his uh, combination punching and, uh, you know, was able to hit Rosario with uh, a couple of power shots. But uh, one thing that was kind of visible in the ring was that Rosario 
looked to be uh, a little bit, you know, a good bit bigger than uh, J-Rock Williams was. And that was kind of like a sign of something similar to J-Rock Williams' fight against Jamal Charlo. Uh, But, you know, going into the third round and the fourth round, you have Rosario becoming a little bit more successful with his punches due to, you know, uh, J-Rock dealing with uh, the the cut above his eye uh, that affected his vision a little bit. And then in the fifth round, uh, you had J-Rock Williams uh, still throwing the combinations and things like that, was able to land uh, well with that. Uh, but then Jason Rosario, while he was backing to the ropes, he threw a left-hand counter uh, that affected, um, you know, that affected uh, Julian Williams and had Julian Williams step back a little bit. He stopped, pretty much stopped in his tracks and then backed up a step or two. And then that's when Jason Rosario started to pound on and pound on and was able to back Julian Williams to the ropes and had and then landed another left hand that, you know, snapped Williams' head back to have him go all the way back to the ropes. And so once J-Rock was on the ropes, Rosario threw the combinations and uh, had Williams in trouble. Uh, Williams started to clinch. Uh, but, you know, give credit to Rosario. Um, once Williams started to clinch, Rosario just, you know, tried to work around it, work through it, and then have his arms around Williams and kind of like, you know, push him down a little bit. And that's how Williams ended up uh, on the canvas was due to Rosario pushing him down. And so, um, you know, after that, after that happened and Williams got up, Rosario kept on the pressure, and um, you know while uh, Williams was trying to block in his guard, he left the his uh, he left his arms open and left him the middle open uh, for an uppercut. And once Rosario landed that uppercut, and the referee um, the referee saw that uh, J Rock Williams um, had. Had his uh, next snap back. Benny Estevez went ahead and stepped in in front of you know in between uh, Rosario and Williams and stopped the bout. Um, you know this is after you know the slip in. You know Estevez you know asked J Rock after that slip he's like you okay and you know uh, J Rock was like yeah yeah I'm good I'm good no problem but you know then after the combination happened in that open. You know, uppercut that landed cleanly on J-Rock. Uh, that's when, you know, Estevez made that decision to step in and say, you know, no more damage uh, in the ring there and, you know, put a stop to it uh, in the fifth round for Jason Rosario to score the upset win and become the new unified world champion in the super welterweight divisions. He is the you know, newly crowned IBF and WBA champion. Uh, he also has like the IBO uh, championship as well. Uh, so, you know, that's basically uh, what we have there is with that TKO victory. That's, you know, one of the, that is a, pretty much the first uh, upset 
that we have seen in the sport of boxing here in 2020. And and I'm telling you, I did not see this coming at all. Um, this was, you know, a you know something that uh, was, you know, out of the blue uh, for me. Um, I didn't think that Jason Rosario was going to, you know, get this win. Um, thought that, you know, J Rock would be able to handle business. Um, and then move forward to be involved in a another unification bout uh, between him and Jamel Charlo, who recently got the WBC title back from Tony Harrison. Uh, but with this, you know, loss now he has to exercise his rematch clause. Um, you know, after the fight. You know, while Rosario was saying that, you know, he didn't necessarily, you know, train uh, that much in in, in fights before going up against uh, Julian Williams. But it said that he had a full camp before this particular fight uh, came down. So uh, that is, you know, he attributes this win to having a full camp, pretty much a full-fledged camp there. Um, And... He was like, you know, with with the uh, with the um, pressure that he was bringing on to Julian Williams, he he felt that he would he would be confident uh, that he could uh, win. Uh, you know, he said he came prepared. Um, that you know, after uh, he had you know his loss to Gallimore, uh, Nick Gallimore, he he said that he would never lose again until he became champion of the world and he was able to become a world champion. Uh, so, and he was thankful to, you know, J-Rock for um, giving him that opportunity and things like that. And on the flip side, he, he, uh, J-Rock uh, said that, you know, that cut, you know, blurred his vision a bit, uh, but, you know, he didn't blame that. Uh, on, he didn't blame that for his loss. Uh, he gave full credit to uh, Jason Rosario for doing what he had to do in order to get the win. And he says that he's going to immediately exercise uh, that rematch clause. Uh, so uh, that's what we're going to be basically waiting on is when uh, J-Rock exercises that rematch clause uh, in order for him to see if he could get those belts back. Uh, but for the time being, uh, we see here that Jason Rosario, um, you know, coming out of the Dominican Republic, uh, now residing in Miami, Florida, is the new unified super welterweight champion. Um, and that's, you know, like I said, that that's a, you know, that's a uh, fairly big shock to me. I thought that, you know. Jay Rock would, you know, handle his business and uh, get this win, you know, in, in front of his hometown crowd. And, you know, with it being in its, in the hometown of Philadelphia for Jay Rock, he was like, you know, this isn't, you know, there's no real pressure on me. I mean, I fought, you know, in my hometown before. It uh, was a good amount of time before he uh, went and fought there. Uh, it was last in 2011. Um, but, you know, even with that, he still wanted to go in and, 
you know, tried to impress the hometown crowd. And uh, he was not able to do that. Um, and he ended up losing. Uh, so that was like a shocking loss uh, there for Julian Williams. And now Jason Rosario uh, celebrates as the new unified super welterweight champion. Um, I, there isn't really much that, you know, I have to say about this. I mean, it's it kind of, you know, I did uh, mention that this kind of was like the um, loss that the other loss that Julian Williams had uh, when he fought uh, Jamal Charlo um, in that title bout where Jamal Charlo was sizably bigger than Julian Williams was. Um, and in comparison there, um, this this kind of was the same thing here. Um, there's like a couple more things that, you know, I'm going to bring up in reference to this particular fight uh, that, you know, I was told about, you know, with uh, J-Rock that he has some kind of tendencies that he has to, you know, get rid of uh, there. But uh, before I get into that, um, have a caller in here coming in. Um, I think we're going to start a, a new segment uh, on this show uh, because of this caller, but that will be later on in the show here. Um, you know, hopefully uh, it'll be like around 8.30 uh, p.m. P- uh, Eastern time. But now we got uh, 646 on the line with us. What's going on? You're on the Boxing Source radio show. Yo, what's good, JR? Man, you talking about J Rock? Yep, yep. Man, he yeah, got his ass beat. He got his ass beat, man. That man, y'all, that uppercut that ended the fight, <laughs> yo. Uh-huh. J Rock, man, he was open for that shit all night, man. I, I almost felt bad for him, but I gotta be honest with you, I don't really care about J Rock. Um, <laughs> you don't really care about a lot of a lot of fighters. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really care about J. Rock. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm disappointed that it wasn't Charlo that was able to beat him. You know, I was hoping to see that that unification, but you know, J. Rock can't hold up his end of the bargain as usual. And this is the second time this happened to Charlo, man. The first time he got robbed against Harrison. Heard lost his belt. <laughs> now Charlo's on ice again. Now Charlo got to wait because Rosario's not going to fight him. His manager, promoter, whoever Samson, don't ask me to pronounce his last name after him, um, he said, yo, we need like two or three fights before we can fight Charlo. So I don't know what Charlo's going to do now, man. It's just crazy. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the last time, yeah, it was, uh, you know, basically his fault, man. And and uh, he was able to get the uh, rematch and uh, it was basically able to, you know, win, 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 the, uh, win those uh, belts back, so to speak, and, um, you know, get get the win over Tony Harrison uh, on, on December. And, you know, here in this instance... I mean, he, I, I still say that, you know, a lot of people uh, kind of like favored uh, J-Rock to win this particular bout. And just Jason Rosario just went ahead and did his thing. And, and, and I know that, you know, that right hand at the end of the second round to cause a cut 
too, uh, Julian Williams, you know, kind of like affected things a little bit. But, you know, still, people thought that he would have, you know, been able to work through this and, and, and get a win. You know, kind of like uh, your boy Tyson Fury <laughs> worked yeah. through the cuts that he had against Hollow all in Wallace. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, he, he just couldn't – he couldn't see that – well, I wouldn't nope. say he couldn't see that right hand coming because at first he didn't see the left hand coming either. Yeah. <laughs> it's the left yeah, hand was the one that started man. everything. You know what I'm saying? I know Jared Hurd must be kicking himself, man. Because Jared Hurd yeah. could be a technical boxer if he wanted to. He just wanted to walk him down and, and ball him. Right. J-Rock is right. always open for punches to a technical boxer. And... Heard just had the wrong strategy. That's all it really was. And now, yeah, he, yeah, he just wants to smother his opponents, and you can't necessarily, you know, smother, you know, guys that are, you know, boxers that know how to, you know, get off of clinches or, you know, yeah. make or, – or he basically made things easier for uh, J-Rock in that because he was just going straight forward um, against uh, Williams. So Williams could predict where – Hurt would be at, you know, uh, but if if you have some type of power behind your punches, then yeah, you could you could get Williams in some trouble. But well, how do you think you're, Williams you're, gonna do in the rematch? Casera said he's gonna exercise the rematch clause right away. Yeah, yeah, he said he would, you know, but I, listen, I I'll be honest with you, I don't know, I, I really don't because, like I said, the the key thing. With uh, J Rock is that him him going up against uh, you know guys with a punch like that? Uh, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a real problem for him. You know, man, I better fix this for him, man. Hey, wow, man! I talked with Tim Smith. Tim Smith was talking about, oh, oh, we're gonna have you know a good fight card in Philadelphia, and then Julia Williams against Jason Rosario, and. You know, we possibly could have a rematch with J-Rock and her with her fight next week. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man. He was talking about this whole PVC schedule. Well, so much for the PVC schedule I know. <laughs> later yeah, on this, this year. This, cause, is, this, uh, this is recoverable, this, this, though. If I'm the PVC, it, it is. what I do is I put them all on pay-per-view. Everybody at 154, you put – Oh, man. Yeah, listen, you put Charlo against Hurd for the WBC belt. You put J-Rock versus Rosario, uh, Rosario on um, uh-huh. as the as one of the bouts. And then you get uh-huh. Lara versus Castano uh-huh. rematch. In a rematch. Lara versus Lubin. Just do like right. a 154-pound card. Put it on pay-per-view. Get on, cause that's really what they're doing. They they they're having their own World Boxing Super Series without having a name on it, cause they're all fighting each other anyway. So why not organize it, put them all on the same card, all on the same pay per view, and maximize these guys' uh, careers basically. Well, I, well, I know that you're you're the guy that's in favor of you know paying the fighters as much as you possibly can. Hell yeah. Um, but with this, this is 
but what you basically propose is nothing different than what they've done, what they did a few years ago. They've done this twice, actually. Um, yeah, but not they on did it at the Barclays Center. <laughs> but not on pay-per-view. Pay <laughs> Do that shit on pay-per-view, man. Do that shit on pay-per-view. Uh, yo, 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 you, they're going to have to tell Fox, yo, come on, I want to do this, man. Put up the money. You know, put put it, put the money up. Uh, yo, Charlo pulled in over 2 million viewers in his last fight. You can't tell me he can't convert some of that into some pay-per-view um, dollars. Come on, man. Hey, they got to do something with could. They gotta do something with it, man. Well, they well they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to do something with the schedule, man, because you know there's uh you know of course the pay per view coming up February twenty second, but they're gonna yeah. have to you know get some more uh, pay per views up. I think there's gonna be well according to you in 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 oh, in yeah. uh, uh completely against uh one 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 special guest that we've had on the show. Uh, goes against what his prediction is. We should have uh-huh. another pay per view coming up uh, in the summer. We will a fairly big one, you know. We will, um, you know. So and I don't care what Mike Grady says. <laughs> well, it has to Mike Grady that. that I'm talking about. You know who? You know who thorough. I'm talking about? No, oh. it's not. Oh, you talking about Rick? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Rick Glazer said that Errol Spence was walking around like Stephen Hawking in that chair. Listen, leave my bed. Errol Spence will love me out here doing his thing, man. I can't wait to see him back, man. Just to shut yeah. everybody up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you got this thing. Yeah, but I'm kind of. Yeah, I was kind of like bummed to dad. I'm, 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 you know, I'm trying to get your boy to call in, <laughs> to call in today. Can't go call him. Yeah, can't go call him. him. I'm gonna start calling him the Philly Coward. Can't go call him. Oh no, you can't call can't him. Can't go call him. You can't call him. Can't call him the Philly Coward, man. <laughs> I, should, I should text him. I should text him right now. Yo, don't be no coward. Call in the call into the boxing source. Face the music. Face the music. Your Aki lost, man. Face the music, man. <laughs> yo, yo, Ak. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this dude oh, going Mr. Philly. So, yo, Philly's yeah, been taking a yeah. lot of L's lately, man. Yo, yo, that's two L's, man. You had Jesse Hart take an L. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Julian Williams. Oh, yo, Philly, the Eagles lost in the playoffs. And now you got Danny Garcia next week going up hey, against the yo, guy. Dog, nah, man. Yo, if Danny Garcia lose, man, I, I, nah, I'm, nah, I'm, not, I'm not doing that show. I can't. Oh, I wouldn't be able to go through it. Listen, I wouldn't man, be able to Danny go through Garcia, the show. Red Cat sent Devin Alexander straight to hell in his last fight. So don't sleep yo, on him. Yeah, he can't. He can't. Don't sleep on him. Because everyone thought Yo. this was a, a foregone conclusion. J Rock was minus thirty five hundred. Thirty three to one. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Like And like, I had man, a funny 30... feeling about this fight, man. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm like, Yo, I ain't never been that high on J Rock. Like I was thinking about that, I'm like, eh. He probably got lucky against Herd. We know Herd was going through all these problems. 
I'm like, mm, I need to see what this guy got. And he got blowed up. That's crazy. Man. But I'm going yeah, to put this Philly dude, see if he got the balls to call into the show. <laughs> I'm about to send him the number right now. He needs to call <laughs> no, in. No, no, no. link, man. Come on. <laughs> nah, nah. Fuck that. I'm going to send him the number right now. Come on. He needs to three, face the music. 347-237-5539. Come through. To, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, man. I'm him right now. Uh, oh, yeah, my man, goodness. Yeah, kid. What's wrong with these Philly guys, man? <laughs> you can't just... Yo, but yo, he, I don't know if he's gonna talk about uh, something that happened after the fight. But uh, yo, there was there was yo. He told me there was something that went down with uh, a couple of them guys that you don't you don't mess with. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Now he's gonna come on and tell the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, he gotta come on and tell it. He gotta tell it. And yo, I was like, yo, yo, this thing here with with these with these cats, man, like it almost got to a point where, uh, like folks like you know me and him, uh, they might not let us through, <laughs> depending on what we check on that box. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it on wax, yo. We gonna have to be more strategic as to who we apply it as. Oh, like my daddy used to Ooh. say, man, niggas don't nig. It is what it is. Yeah. Yo, hey, like I said, yo, he gonna have to call in and talk about that joint, yo. He's gonna have to. He has to call in. Too. Well, I sent him oh. a message. I sent them the number, so hopefully he calls in. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was, um, you know, pretty, yeah, that was just a very interesting, you know, night uh, there, man, uh, for that. What do you think about the undercard? Uh, man, there was like an undercard for the other one, too, that was not too hot. Um, I thought I thought Colbert would have taken out uh, Corrales. He did score a knockdown. Um, Yo, I don't know. I hadn't. I hadn't on my screen again, man. I was now. I I hadn't been too high on Corrales anyway, because when he was mm-hmm. world champ, he wasn't really that impressive. And yeah. then he had that lackluster belt where he lost the belt. So I was like, man, ain't nothing. And then Colbert was so confident. Uh, at the press conference, talking about yo, you want to place a bet? He's like, ain't ain't nothing that he that Corrales could do to beat him. Like he was gonna, like he was gonna blitz uh, Corrales or something like that. But all talk, nah, man, I wasn't impressed. Yo, and now you know, now he's the uh, you know the interim WBA champ. Uh, yeah, with that belt that um, uh, your boy has. Uh, Leo has, and um, eh, ain't, ah, man, they ain't gonna do nothing. Like I said, Leo's gonna be food for Tank. So is he? It's, what's what's Tank's first pay per view gonna be then? I don't know. 
Farmer's starting to talk shit again. Yeah, but Farmer talking about he want to fight Gary. That's not going to happen. Everybody talk about Gary. You know that's not going to happen. Man, all I know is, man, like, if, if I, I tell you what, if uh, Farmer wins on that Thursday, and let's see what he talk. Let's see what he's talking about. Because, but hey, you know some people saying that Farmer might not make it. <laughs> I hope not. Honestly, I'm rooting for uh, Jojo Diaz. Hey, <laughs> he said he might not make it. So because uh, Farmer yo. just talks too much shit, and he's not fighting <laughs> nobody that I care about. Mm. Yo, really so it, it, <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Oh, Philly got fighting. <laughs> Another Philly outcome. Yo, yo, twenty twenty will be the worst. Yo, yo, this is like the worst <laughs> month ever for Philly. For real. God. For real, man. Yo, it'll be horrific. Yo, we have to check on. We have to check on folks in Philly, cause like I know. It's, it's, it's bad. Like, you have all those folks losing. Oh, my goodness. Yep. That wouldn't be, all yeah, that wouldn't be good at all. Like, all the way through. That's that's that's, that's bad. But, I don't think man. he's going to call me because he ain't answer me. He ain't answer me. Come on, man. <laughs> like, yo, like, he called him out. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, that yeah that card. I mean, you had that Jorge Coda you know, there against Thomas Amana, I was like, eh. That was pretty good. Um, that was pretty good. Um, no, I don't think they – they have uh, the um, Joey Spencer fight on uh, mm. FS1. Yo, the, Joey Spencer opened the Fox card, and okay. it was so fucking boring. Yo, <laughs> I don't want to see Joey Spencer anymore either. Like, seriously? <laughs> Listen. PBC got Caleb Plant, all right? You reached your white guy quota. Please. No Joey Spencer. We don't need to see Joey Spencer on TV. Please. Uh-huh. You got Plant. <laughs> oh. You got Young Vito. And you got Konaki. Please. Oh, man. No more. I, yo, I got to get somebody. I got to get somebody to call in, too, because, um, man, I be, yo, I be getting stories. <laughs> Talk about sources. Man, I be getting uh, yo, a source told me something about uh, Caleb Plant, yo. That I was oh, like, oh my god, yeah. You don't want to spill it? Yeah. I mean, it's just a rumor. It's just a rumor. You could preface it by um, saying it's just a rumor. Okay. Well, the rumor is that uh, Caleb Plant was a little bit, um, n- n- you know, not. You know, straight down the middle when it comes to something that was outside the ring. Um, what, women? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hey, hey, hey. That, that, so hey. Like I said, that's that all I'm going to Hey, I'm. I'm gonna just leave it at that. All right. You're saying he has a he has a Dillian White Dean White relationship somewhere out there? Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm quite saying. I I, I need 
I need for them to call in because I'm not. I'm not gonna put it on. Come on, back. it's just a rumor, man. I'm not gonna put, put it, it on. Put it on I need the actual. No, I am not the one that does the rumors around here. That is you. <laughs> All right, so text me the rumor and I'll say it. Text <laughs> <laughs> me I'll say it. I don't give a fuck. No, no, not on this show. It's gonna have to be on the rumor report. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have to be on the room report, man. Yo. Oh, goodness, yo, yo. Man, yo. Hey, man. I, yo, when I heard this, I was like, oh, man. And, ooh, but, but yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, mm, yeah, I'll put that thing on the bench, yo. Um, yeah, him, him and Sean were yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> he had that other fight card that was over in Verona and then that resort that I, I don't want to go up to because you probably get lost and, and find out that you'd be in the woods somewhere. You don't want to you don't want to have no car problems or <laughs> I know Syracuse is a little bit close, but yo, come on. Yo, Syracuse exactly. ain't all that. Yo, uh, he had backwards. that fight. Yep, and that fight against Elder Alvarez and Michael Seals, uh, yo, this is uh, predicted to be like a a little bit of a like don't miss anything type of a fight. You know, both guys have have power behind their punches, uh, but yo, Michael Seals was like going into those first few rounds, like yo, like he he was scared to do something, you yeah. know, and 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 Alvarez uh, was um. Oh goodness, he was you know executing pretty well, and then yeah, you know, at the, the end of the fifth round, up until the fourth yeah, round, was. yeah, it was, it was, and then at the end of the fifth round, you know, Alvarez did catch Seals with the right hand that sent him back a couple of steps, and the, and at the <laughs> bell, you know, Seals was like, mm-hmm. all right, you got me, you got me. good, you got me, you got me, and then that seventh round, boy. Hit him with that one hit of Twitter. Step him straight to hell. <laughs> right across his face. And, oh, man, he just went back to the ropes. His head hit the ropes. And I was like, man. No, but what killed me is that uh, the announcer from ESPN was literally just talking about all Seals' hopes and dreams. Like, oh, he hopes to fight. Oh, the fight of it. Do y'all say Wilder as the world champ? And then boom! (laughs) And then to top it off, he had the nerve to complain about the the complaint to the ref about stopping the fight. It took you about half an hour to get up. What are you talking about? Hey. So he was hoping to dream it. That he would fight the undercard of a Wilder Fighters champion. <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up being <laughs> knocked out and pissed like Luis Ortiz. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, complaining about the Dang, man. <laughs> he probably was, Yo, he was doing the same thing, too. Yeah. Yo, he was hitting the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yo, if he would have had Jack Luis as the referee, the fight would have continued. But unfortunately, he had a real oh, referee. No. He had a real oh, referee. Oh, see, come on, man. Yo, come on, man. Fight. 
<laughs> was rightfully called off. <laughs> hey, uh, ho- hopefully Evan Corn is not listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to get the more top rank fight. No, he he got uh, he got too much beef with the who's the white boy from PBC, Mark Ortega. Yeah, you should see them always going back and forth on Twitter, man. I wish they would just fight. But that's your corn and who? Mark Ortega from PBC. He's like uh-huh. some PBC on Fox producer. Always going uh-huh. back and forth, cursing each other out, calling each other all types of With bitches Evan Korn and shit. Word? Yeah. Oh man, I miss. Uh, oh come on, man. Like yo, I'm missing that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'm missing always, all that, bro. Always. Oh man, that's yo, that's crazy, man. Yo, boxing Twitter boy. Uh, no. <laughs> yo, 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 2020 been popping off, man. In, in the month, yo, the month yo, we we still yeah. got about 12 more days left in the month. Yeah, we already had Crawford versus Spence. Crawford Spence. <laughs> you had uh, <laughs> Stephen Espinosa and oh my, oh my Coppinger. Yo, wasn't Felix Verdejo supposed to be the next Puerto Rican superstar? 
Yeah. Yo, trash. He should have got that guy out of there. Yeah, no, no, man. It's uh, yeah, I'm 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 done with Verdejo. <laughs> Wait, wasn't he like him. a? Wasn't he like a former champ? <laughs> Verdejo nah, Verdejo want about. Nah. Oh, nah, so. nah, he wasn't a world champ. No, nope, he wasn't a world champ. He's a, he's a never was. He was supposed he to be a highly I mean, he is still. He's still only like twenty six. I want to say. So, yeah, you know, but he but he ain't, chance, uh, he but I don't be able to do nothing now. He can't do much now. <laughs> He's that lightweight, yeah, buddy. Like, who's he gonna fight? <laughs> uh, He'll fight be food for any of those lightweight guys. I know. Oh man, we got uh, we got two folks on here that's been on on hold for a minute. Eight one three, you on live on the Boston Source Radio Show. Was good. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Terrell. Y'all, you already know this. Uh, real quick, just to kind of get back in on what you guys were speaking on, I, there were several times last year where uh, these certain, certain, certain uh, ranking organizations conveniently move up a fighter uh, in order to justify a fight when he was, he was out, like outside of the, the top 10, top 15 to, to, to basically make a fight. We saw that a few times last year. 8267, I'll put you on a bit. And we'll continue to see that going forward. Just it's just it's <laughs> bottom line. We already know boxing is a business. Uh, real quick, what's the name? And and uh, just on, on the on the topic, real quick, of Puerto Rican fighters. Uh, there has been a great Puerto Rican fighter since Cotto, to my to my recent knowledge. Uh, there's been a lot of duds, and even like Verdejo, uh, disappointing. I'm trying to think of this guy's name within the past five six years from Puerto Rico. Uh, who's the guy's name? Uh, who's uh, who's the guy? What's the guy's name that lost that that, that beat Lomachenko? Uh, what's his name? His first name. He's not Puerto Rican. He's Mexican. I, I know, I know that, I know that. But this guy went down to Puerto Rico and beat there and beat their guy. What's I'm trying to think of that guy's name. So he's he's supposed to be one of the once again the next big deals from Puerto Rico and Sleeve so down there and Juanma. Yeah, there you go, there you go, there you go. And then he left him oh, just to, to make a point. Puerto Rico, they, they don't have any great fighters right now. I mean, they have good fighters, but not great right now. So people, people the likes of Cotto and that great lineage that we've seen from Puerto Rico, they just failed to produce that in the, in the last five or six years. I'm sure you guys would agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, very disappointing, uh, those uh, you know, uh, prospects from uh, Puerto Rico. Seems like I add in another caller in from the 267 year on live on the Boxing Source Radio Show. What's good? What's good with y'all? Oh, Jamel, Jamel Parker, Mr. Philly. Yeah, you've been ducking this Mr. smoke too, man. Mr. Philly, what, what's up with your boy J-Rock? What's up with Jesse Hart? What's going on with Philly Boxing? Why y'all taking all these L's in 2020 all of a sudden, man? So we took two L's you forget about the great 2019? I mean, it I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to talk about the past. I just want to know what's going on. Oh, God, okay. Man. What's going on now, man? Is Danny going to be a state next week? Is, is, there, is there a New York dude that got a... Tio Fimo Lopez, baby. That's one. You named one guy. Whoa. And we adopted Wilder. 
Now, um, last, well, well, first, I feel like J Rock he, he fought the wrong fight. Rosario was a big kid, yeah? and me, me and uh, Jr. saw this. He's a real big kid, uh, got a lot of power, and he was a better boxer than advertised. And he cut J-Rock, and then after that, J-Rock adopted a fight-or-flight attitude, and then that just played right into uh, Rosario's game plan. Like, he, you could tell he watched a lot of tape of Williams versus Charlo because a lot of the things that Charlo was doing, he duplicated. Like, the uppercut in between um, Julian Williams is 1-2, and he was countering with a right hand over the top because Julian yeah. has the tendency to extend his right hand and leave it out too long. And he was, yo, he just, that that, that was just, Jesse Hart, I, I don't want to touch on that. Julian Williams, he just got, he, I, I don't want to touch I don't know what to tell him. <laughs> but, but as far as, um, ain't Marcus Brown from here? Who? No, nah, we don't. We Marcus don't, Brown. Staten Island, that don't count. No, oh, that's not. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Staten Island. Yeah. He's from Staten Island. I think, Julie, I think Julie can win the rematch. She's just going to have to be more defensive-minded and take um, take Rosario into the later rounds and drown him. But the 154 is the most exciting division as far as you never know what you're going to get any given night. Every one of them dudes are capable of losing, as you can see. So last night was good for boxing. Yeah, that's a definite. It is good for boxing. But um, um, what happened after the fight? What, what you mean? What happened after the fight? I heard um, it was like a little situation that was about to pop off uh, over in Philly. Who are you talking about? Fred New? Talk. Come on, man. I thought you had the huh? goods, man. Was no, no. What are you? Yeah, I was at the fight. What are you referring to, though? Um, I heard that it was um a lot of uh <clears throat> classlessness going on after the fight. That might get. I didn't see. That. I didn't see nothing like that. You know, I don't know what you're referring to. Oh, uh, see, this is the no snitching stuff, Jr. You see what I mean, man? Yo, could you elaborate? You're not giving me nothing, man. You being all day. <laughs> you, you sound like you sound like you in the um you in the room with the fans. I ain't the fans, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me what you're referring to. Listen, Jr. Can you can you help me out here, with our brother Jamil? I think Jr. left. How how do you leave? This is show. <laughs> Jr. gone. <laughs> Jr. went somewhere. I don't know where Jr. went. But um, what's yeah, going yo, on? Who you like you were talking about the thing with Fred. That's what that's what he was asking. That's what he's asking about. That's what I just asked him. I'm like, yo, with Fred? Yeah. That's what you talking about, Matt? 
Yeah, that's what I wanted to know about. Oh, okay. I'm thinking. Oh, bro. Yo, man. Uh, <laughs> first, it was during the fight. It wasn't after the fight. It was during the fight. Okay. So, um, so from what I see, right, T Street walks up and puts his fingers all in Fred's face, talking shit to him, and. You know, it just it, it just escalated where other people got involved and people had to be separated. It I don't even know what Bull was doing there to be honest with you. He kept trying to be over in our section and he just brings confusion and just animosity to whatever area he's in, you know. And I feel like he's he's bad for boxing. And I feel like he's bad for black people. Yeah. And I know that's some, I know that's some deep shit to say, but yeah, he 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 just creates a bunch of turmoil between Deontay Wilder and Andre Ward, and just his whole. If you really about us, if you really about us, it's about building bridges and everybody helping each other, not creating dissension amongst our people. So that that's how I stand. I stand by that. You can stand. You can put my name on it and all that shit. Yeah. Damn. You know, I feel you on that, man. And, and yo, it's just, you know, like we talk about, like, uh, like I said, man, this, this type of business thing and what, what you know, trying to report, like you don't, we don't, the boxing scene itself hadn't had that type of, or at least I didn't know about it. Like that type of instance where just about anybody could come in and cover the sport. Like usually mm. it's just the writers and the and the col- the columnists and the and the people like that are on TV that cover the sport. But now you have this whole thing with the online, the YouTube, the social media that opens the thing up for you know multiple people to to be. Uh, "Quote unquote journalists or quote unquote reporters of the sport, and uh, when it's like that, you open you you open things up for you know multiple people to come in there, and um, <clears throat> and and this is pretty much what you get. My my thing is this, and both of you can attest to this. Ninety nine percent of the time, we're all talking boxing, shooting the shit." Grabbing interviews and watching boxing. Every everybody's there with a like mind. Everybody there is enjoying themselves and working. It's only one guy that creates, you know, an atmosphere like that, yo. Know? And it, it's yeah, it, it giving other people a, a bad name. Isn't he banned from a lot of shows? He, bro, he's banned from all events, but they can't stop him from coming as a consumer. And that's what he was there. That's what he was there. Mm. In aspect. But he's, he's trying to be over where we were to the point where after the little situation happened, they had to put more security by there and put up a, a extra guardrail so nobody could go, could go back and forth. Man. Wow. That's bro, crazy, you, you bro. already you already know we're behind the eight ball in certain in, in in this industry, and we have to work that much harder to be taken seriously. 
And I feel like the Lord just keeps taking us two, three steps back. Like that was my first that was my first PDC um card. And I'm over there while they're, you know, arguing. I don't want to be associated with that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's even worse when um, you yourself, you've been starting to make inroads in this boxing business, and as you've been rising in your profile, Philly's just been taking all these L's, man. It's like, who are you going to interview now when all these Philly fighters are about to be out <laughs> oh, of the game? Come on, man. You know, come it's on. like, yo, first <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Hart, then you got J Rock, next week is going to be. Uh, Danny Garcia, you're going to have Steve you know, Fulton. Then you're you going to have um, <laughs> then you're gonna have Kevin Farmer at the end of the month get beat up by Jojo Diaz. It's like, yo, Philly. Philly oh, man. boy. Jesus. Wow. Has it been the same since the Fresh Prince went to Bel Air? It's crazy, man. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing. And going through and rocking. <laughs> oh man! Has Danny has has Danny Jacob ever won a big fight? Who? Danny, nah, we Danny we, Jacob. Nah, we don't rep him no more, man. I since he got rid of Rozier. Oh, oh, yeah. He moved. He moved he to got, Atlanta. He dropped. Yeah, uh, he yeah, dropped. Yeah. Andre Rozier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't mess with him no more. He got what he got coming to him, man. No. Uh, so who you got? Name, 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 name what you want. No. All right, we got Teofimo Lopez. Okay. And we got Teofimo Lopez. That's it. <laughs> we got. Damn. Yeah, we listen, Konaki's coming. Konaki is coming, man. I'm telling you. That boy Konaki is going to be the WBC Bro. heavyweight champion uh, by 2021. <laughs> Better believe that. Yo, put it like this. We have the not just that we have uh good fighters, we got the best prospects in boxing. Easy. You talking about boots? Easy. Yeah. Best pro- I said best prospect. Oh oh no, boots to beat boots to beat the shit yeah. boots to beat the dog shit out of Nobody. Everybody. <laughs> nah, nah. Who what what makes you say that? Because he was good on a couple showbox cards. When is he going to step up the competition? And you I don't know, know. That, you know that's not you know that's not how the game works. You got well, you know that's not how the game works. In order to in order to step up in the competition, you got to sign with one of the major four. True. Mm, not necessarily. Who wants to fight? Who wants to fight? Yo. Regis Progress is able fight? to get into the WPSS. Name somebody who wants to fight. He hasn't built his profile up yet. But He's 25 and 0. Who wants to fight? Yo, 25 who? and 0. And this man, yo, why can't he get a title shot then? You saying I people just ducking him? I asked you, can you name somebody who wants the fight? I think everybody will fight him. Why isn't he fighting somebody like Griffin yet? Or Jamal James? Or, or or somebody on the back end of the top ten. His Why last, is he doing that? His uh, last his last fight, right? Fifteen yeah. people said no. Fifteen people like who? He said that, but do you believe that? Fifteen. Who those do fifteen I believe people? It 
He said it. I don't believe it. Fifteen. He's just talking. He's yeah. just talking. See, see, you can hear it. Yo, yo, Jr. I want you to hear it. First off, New York people, they don't like us. Right? So That's I want you true. to hear that. We I like want you to hear that hate. Freeway. I want you to hear the hate and disdain in his voice. Because, <laughs> we, got some, because we got somebody that'll wash that whole division. Now, no, no. Until no. If, hey. if he signs a promotion, if he signs a, a co promotional deal, right, then he's going to start to get the bigger names. And then he, all he's going to do is beat the shit out of these dudes. You so you think that he's the best at one forty seven, basically? I think number one, he, he is by far the most talented. Not even close, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not even close, right? But if you want to tell me what I favor, what I favor, um, what I favor Crawford and Spence against him right now as at, at this moment, yes, a year or two down the line. I doubt that they'll win more than three rounds, to be honest with you. Against Ennis? Yeah, can we see Can Ennis even beat Jamal James right now, who's probably on the back end of the top ten? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Anybody, anybody, anybody that you can name outside of Crawford and Spence don't stand an inkling of a chance. So you're telling me he could beat Keith Thurman? Anybody you can name outside yeah, nah. of Crawford nah. and Spence. Nah, you was promoter. Nah, you was promoter. You know what? Nah, nah, nah. Hey, JR, JR, <laughs> I'm going to say this to you, right? I'm going to say this to you, right? Uh-huh. People pay attention. People pay attention to resumes too much, right? Who was on Jason Rosario's yeah. resume? Gallimore. If, if, if I would have said, yeah, got, knocked, got his ass knocked out. If I if I would have told you, right, that yeah, Jason Rosario going going to knock Julian Williams block off, right? Matt Brown would would have argued me down. What? That's not Who true. Who is he for? That's Who is not, he for? No, that's that. that no, that's not. Uh, uh, hey, hey, uh, uh, hey, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. I'm using his lo- I'm using his logic against him. If he's going to tell you, if he's going to tell you something else that he said. That he thought Rosario was going to beat um, J. Rock. I had a funny fuck. feeling about then the why, fight. Then, then why can't then why can't Boots beat Terrence Crawford? Because he's not good enough. I've seen Boots. He's not good enough. Really? What? Uh, let, me, let me ask you a question. Who, who got more power, him or Terrence Crawford? Who got more power? I'll say yeah. Crawford has more power. Then then we can't have this conversation. JR, Yo, this is what JR. Yeah, I don't think. Do, right? Listen, I don't JR. think. I, look, I, I, I'll say, I'll say that Ennis, in his size, would make him, you know, be bigger than Terrence Crawford. JR, but, JR. Yo, this is what I'm, this is this is what I want, right? I, uh-huh. Um, you know, you know, Ron, right? Yeah. All right, so me and Ron are having the same talk. I said, Ron. I'm going to I'm going to take you down there, right? And I promise you, you will not see things the same way that you saw them. The first thing Ron said is, "I didn't know who to punch so hard." And next time you're in front, I'm going to take you, mm-hmm. and I want you to see. Because yeah, but who is it he sounds, hitting? It sounds like it sounds like I'm being who is a homer. Who is he hitting though? Who is he it hitting? It sounds like power is power. It does. What are you talking about? 
The kind of power no, you no, generate no, no, is the kind no, of power no, you no. generate. You you remember Triple G? You remember Triple G was knocking people out. Who Triple G was knocking was people out until he started fighting a higher class of who opponent. Was, who was Jason? Who was Jason Rosario hitting? It's not about Before. Jason Rosario. It's about no, no, no. J Rock. J Rock's not answer, that good. I want you to answer the question. I want you to answer the question. Who was it? Nobody of note, but it's not about him. It's about J Rock. J Rock. But J Rock does suspect. Mm. You right, yo. Everybody, every, everybody from Philly suspect, right? But we keep no, not everybody, not everybody. We keep beating the shit out y'all, right? Bernard Hopkins, he's a Hall of Famer. Keep beating the shit out y'all. Listen, man. Tell what me, New York fighter? What New York fighter can beat somebody from Philly? Yo, put Name your one. best guy. Name right. one. <laughs> How about this? How about this? How about this? No, no. Tell I want you to thing. name one. Listen, technically, Errol Spence was born in New York, right? So we're going to claim him, too. Put him up against Boots. All right? What happened with right? that for Danny? What happened with that huh? for Danny? What, who? Huh? You, your parents? What happened with that for Danny? Listen, man. <laughs> I'm not here to talk about the past, all right? Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Yo, when is Eddie hey, gonna step hey, up the competition? Real talk, you know I was I was hurt after that fight. You know I was hurt about that one too. <laughs> so yeah. <come> on. <laughs> but tell me when is Eddie gonna step up the competition? I'm 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 telling you from the the stand um from my standpoint, he's gonna have nobody's gonna give him anybody. So why don't he go through the elimination process? Why don't he go through the elimination process? You aren't you a journalist? Yeah. Ask him. He's in the WBO rankings, but that's it. He's in IBF, I think. Like what? Nah, he's in the WBO, I think. I don't remember him being in. I remember him being in the WBO. He is in the IBF. At the WBO. That's the only way he's going to get a title shot unless he signs with, with somebody big. You know the business of boxing. He's Bob, yo. And this, and this is going to sound crazy until it happens. And I'm, I'm, I'm stamping this because I'm going to, we're going to be friends for a long time and I'm going to laugh at y'all because I told y'all first. So you he think is faster, is, is the he deal? Is fa- he is fat. He, he has Roy Jones. Floyd Mayweather, Muhammad oh Ali, Escobar. Oh my god! Oh I'm my god! You. Oh my god! Yo, this guy sounds that's, like he's talking about that's Wilder. That's what kind of talent. That's what kind of talent you're dealing with, yo. Now, can he put it all together and be those guys? I don't know. But that's what kind of talent that you're dealing with. You're dealing with he, freakish. Why don't he at least in the generation? Lopez, somebody like that, a Ray Robinson. What's stopping him from fighting Ray Robinson? Ray Robinson is a stable. Ray Robinson is a stable man. Level. You should know that. You should know that though. Ray Robinson is a stable man, bro. Listen to it. it don't matter. You, you, you ain't doing your homework. Do your homework bro, properly. I don't want to hear about this friends and family bullshit when, when everybody trying to get money. <laughs> I don't care about that friends and family shit. Don't I don't care about, about that. You care about that? <laughs> he got to fight somebody. You who he fought. What was the guy named Baxi Yad Ubiyoff? 
fuck is that? A dude that got his ass kicked. He can fight uh 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 Oscars. <laughs> exactly. Fight somebody. No, he got fight. um Kavalioskis got a fight. Oh no no, that's oh, damn already. Who got a fight coming off? Pramanos? Nah, you're oh, thinking you, about, you talking about um, Kudra T. Yeah, I'm talking about Mean Machine. Oh, no, they ain't going to let Boots fight Mean Machine for what? Why not? You think Bob, Bob still got money invested in Mean Machine? Mm, I think mm, Bob But where is he going to go, though? Now. Exactly. Where I don't I don't know. I know right now he's with uh, Cameron Duncan. Yeah, uh, how's that going? Mm. Wasn't he trying to get away from Cameron Duncan? Come on, you supposed to no, be out no. boots that, on the that, ground that, in that, that was the dude before, bro. So he's happy with his situation right now. You got to ask him. Yo, you the one in Philly, man. You're supposed to be king of Philly. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I've never talked, I, I, certain dudes, I don't go into promotional, they, they got a promotional situation where it's court involved. I don't get involved in that. Man, mm, you yeah. need to get this man on the record because right now he looking kind of suspect. Nah, like he, nah. 20, 25 to no. That's awesome. 20, 25 to no. But he, but he already made news for trying to call out Terrence Crawford. So if you're going to be calling out the big boys, you better start fighting people. Because ain't nobody going to want to hear it. I said, let me ask you a question. Did Terrence Crawford respond? He did. When? He responded on Twitter. What did he say? Yo, he was laughing at him. As he should. Who is this dude? <laughs> oh, we, oh, we hit him with the, he hit him with the, uh, with the Lomachenko. Like, hit him with wait, the wait. big pun. Wait, wait, What's wait. What's your name wait, again? Wait. Who? And I know you're from Who is he? Wait, wait. Who is he? I said, who is he? Who is this dude? Yeah. The guy Bo Mack won't let you won't let you spar. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> why would Bo Mack let him spar him? That might be future food for Crawford. Yeah. You don't give them. You don't I, give them a I'll, first look. I'm saying, yo, 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 kid, kid. If it's food, <laughs> right? If it's food, it should be easy work, right? <laughs> they are. Yeah, I'm but this yo. food, if it's if it's real life food, right? It shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. You're the guy, right? You're the guy. But where's the money in it? Unless you see, 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 you, you see where we're going now? Now it's uh, uh, with <laughs> stuff up. It's now we're talking about friends. Oh, okay. It's all part of the equation. If but you, you guys know, are sitting I, on, no, no, let me ask you a question. But, if you guys but, are sitting on the next Floyd Mayweather, Roy Jones, Muhammad Ali, all that rolled into one, why isn't he getting real support on the East Coast. We should all know about this. That's that's his promotion's job. I'm am I doing am I doing my job I'm on the phone with you telling you how good he is, right? <laughs> hey, but I don't job. see I don't see I'm you doing why is some sports media talk about Ennis is watching everybody at one forty seven. This is the first I ever heard you <laughs> say that. <laughs> I don't think I, that, and that just shows that you really might not be my friend because I got a bunch of videos like that. Um, come on. I you ain't never see that. You, you're not right. You're not writing right. I watch every rumor report. You're not writing right. <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, yo, hey, yo, he just called drunk. He said, yo, he said he supports the rumor report. 
but you ain't supporting YSF Sports Media, man. Come on. He's out there working hard, bro. Come do on. What you doing, Matt? What you do doing? Do I not subscribe to your page? <laughs> you ain't watching. You subscribe, but you ain't watching. <laughs> no, no. On a, on, a serious, on, a, on, on a serious note, right? Ability-wise, ability <laughs> he checks every box. Right? Okay. As far as the step up in competition, hopefully that that's going to come right away next. Um, he's still twenty two, mm-hmm. but but talent wise, I feel like he's unrivaled. He's the he's bigger than Spence, faster than Crawford. He switches like he, there's nothing that he can't do. Now the world needs to watch him do it against somebody who has a name. And the thing is, who's going to be the first guy to step up? Because nobody wants to fight the talented kid that don't bring no money. They don't know boxing. He ain't got, he, if you don't got Al behind you or Eddie or Bob, no name is going to fucking bite you. So then why is because he with Cameron Duncan then? You got to ask him that. They're, um, one thing I can give them as a team, they're very tight-lipped about their promotional situation. Okay. So... And, you know, certain conversations are had off camera. So I Yo, don't worry, nobody's listening right now, man. Just just tell us. No. <laughs> no. He, he ain't gonna do that. Just to let y'all know, that's the gym that I belong to. So <laughs> yeah, just know he's wow. Just just know just know he's the guy, yo. He's 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 the real Javon guy. Ennis. Wow. All right, hey but, yo, we're 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 like in the um, we're like in the overtime section of the Boxing Source Radio Show, and I, I wanted to, you know, go through a little bit with the uh, card that's coming up on uh, January twenty fifth. Uh, but before we do all of that, um, I think we have um something new on the Boxing Source Radio Show. Um, this is something that you know that we kind of like did sparingly over the course of the past few months or so, but this time uh, we're going to actually dedicate a section of the podcast to this. <laughs> so what we have for the people that are listening on to the Boxing Source Radio Show is something called the Dot Counting Report with Matthew Brown. Woo! <laughs> Take it away, Matt. <laughs> All right, listen. But before I get to the dot count report, since we're talking about Wilder versus Fury now, which is what I counted the dots for, I need to know why Mr. YSM Sports Media had the nerve, the audacity, the memory to claim that I was reaching when I said that this undercard for Wilder versus Fury is piss poor. No I, didn't say you, no, I didn't say you were reaching because you called it piss poor. I said you were reaching because you were, of your expectations of the undercard. Why did you expect it to be delivered with talent? I don't Why not? That. Why not? Why? <laughs> Why? Why what, not? What does that, that, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Why did you expect this card to be littered with talent? I'll wait. Because.
because I wish have, you could see my face by now. You have two <laughs> of the biggest <laughs> promotional outfits in boxing. I should have had a last time with Cassidy. <laughs> two of the biggest networks in the United States of America. You yep. have the second largest network in the UK. Why the hell do we have Charles Martin versus Gerald Washington as the co <laughs> Yo, what and, are we and, talking about here? Okay, okay, so <laughs> you compared um in, in in your rant, you compared uh this pay per views to Floyd Mayweather pay per views and yeah. how his yeah. undercards were littered. Uh, Danny okay, Garcia so let me ask you a versus Lucas Matisse. Did, Saul Canelo Alvarez versus Sugar Shane Mosley. Yeah. Okay, Come so on, can we get did, one fight? How did um how did Tom Swartz and Otto Wilding Wilding show? What? Say that again. How, how did Tom Swartz and Otto Wilding? How did that show? Like crap. Okay. How did um Luis Ortiz versus Wilder do? It did better than expectations, actually. I said, how did it do? It did two seventy five. Okay, so does any of those garner a, a, a healthy undercard? Being that both Fury and Wilder are going to get very, very big paydays. So your main event is probably going to cost you what between twenty to thirty million dollars. Probably more than that. On, yeah, on, on on the lighter side, twenty to thirty million on guys that aren't guaranteed to sell. See, with Floyd Mayweather, you knew he was going to do at least a million, so you could fit um, Canelo and Danny Garcia on the undercard because you already knew that that was the um, the basement, a million pay per views. So What's the let, basement let me, on the Deontay Wilder pay per view. Wilder versus Fury. Mm-hmm. I think this fight is going to do two point five million. See, no, 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 that, that, that's your thought. I'm asking you, based off of what we know, factual evidence, what is, what is the first paper you do, $300,000? 325 325 325 So do you, so if, if you're a businessman, would you invest 40 to $50 million in a pay-per-view that the first one did 300000 Yeah. Would you do that? Yeah, the first time the pay-per-view was Showtime and all the programming was on Showtime, premium cable. This time, the pay-per-view is on Fox. They're, they, they've been, and ESPN, they've been promoting on college football. They've been promoting on the NFL playoffs. Mm-hmm. They promoted on UFC. They're going to promote on the Super Bowl. You're getting more eyeballs. Okay, so let me, I want to ask you this. Um, who in the undercard would help sell to casuals? Who would help sell to casuals? I think yeah, who in the put, undercard would help sell, sell to casuals? Put Luis Ortiz on the undercard. They just saw okay. him against Wilder. Put him on the Why okay. don't you put Luis Ortiz against Otto Wilder? And that would help sell to casuals? I believe so. You're better yeah. off putting or, Luis Ortiz against Jarrell Miller. Exactly. And that will help sell the casuals? Absolutely. JR, that will help sell the casuals? (laughs) Casuals barely know who Deontay Wilder is. That's not true. That's not true. 
Deontay Wilder is the world's most famous boxer, as voted oh God, on here we go. by the ESPN Fame 100. Okay, let's get that straight. Casual, also, casual, let me ask you a question. Casual, and you, and, and, and JR, I'm a Deontay Wilder fan. You know this. Casuals barely know who Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury is. Let me, let, me ask, let me ask you a that question. That Luis Ortiz and Jarrell Miller is going to attract a 50-year-old guy from Iowa that occasionally watches boxing? Is that the story let me, you let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Why why can't we have Ray Vargas versus Emmanuel Navarrete? And how would that help sell to casuals? Mexicans. Who's the Mexican Mexicans that's helping selling his cards? Who's the Mexican that's selling his cards? Because Mexicans are our big boxing audience, uh, pay-per-view audience, too. Where's the yeah, Mexicans yeah. at? Where's so the Mexicans Ray Vargas, at? Ray, so wait, so Ray Vargas and them would help sell? Ray really? Vargas versus Emmanuel Navarrete in a unification bout? I think that'll help boost a little bit of the sales. Why not? And, and let me really? ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. If go you're on, saying, if you're saying, you're losing if this argument, right? No, no, no. I have, I have a question. I have a question. If you're saying that none of these fights are going to help solve the pay-per-view, right? Mm. Yeah. What about for the people actually purchasing the pay-per-view? Should we not be entertained? See, do I want to see a better undercard? Of course. Oh, so we're going to give a fuck asking... about the paying customer. We don't uh, care about the can, about the people. So now we're doing the zone thing. We don't can care I, about the people <laughs> that's wow. paying the customer. I'll we we want to wait for the UFC fan to finish I'll, Nate Diaz so he can come over. Oh God, that's not, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm telling you the reason why why you should have never expected a, a big undercard is because neither one of these guys have proven that they can sell to support a big undercard. They're not trying to lose money. And I understand that. As a the hardcore, guess what? We're gonna buy that shit anyway. Because we not me. Illegal stream, baby. I'm done. Yeah, here we go. We're putting that on wax again. I'm done. I'm done. But the but the casual but the casual fan, that's who you're that's who they're trying to target. And Emmanuel Neverett isn't gonna do it. He's not going to. He's he's not going to. Uh, what about turn what? Well, uh, so I guess uh, Ray Vargas in, against uh, Guillermo Rigondeaux isn't going to move the needle either. Honestly, honestly, it, what he's talking about, you had to put Terrence Crawford and Danny Garcia on it. That's what you have to do. If you, Terrence if you Crawford talk about, can't even sell. Terrence Crawford. That doesn't Danny matter. Gar- Danny Garcia. That would that would turn the needle. That's what you're talking about. That kind of fight is what you're talking about. But then that will cost too much. It will cost. You don't care about the fans, man. How much <laughs> is Bob paying you to say this? How much is Bob paying you for this segment, Jamel? So I'm giving I'm giving you logic of why they're not, as opposed to you having. You know, super high expectations. I knew that they weren't. I knew that they was gonna give us crap on the undercard. So I usually do. Kind of way about it. That's what Bob <laughs> yeah. usually does. What under- That's what Bob what? usually does, man. 
Did Bob do that on the cross? Did Bob do that on Crawford first Mean Machine? Because that was a hell of a card. That wasn't pay per view. Hell of a car, yeah, but but that that kind of like goes into the whole thing that usually happens though. Like a lot of the cards that are like on the ESPNs or the Showtimes or or whatever it is, they kind of like build those cards up. But when it comes to pay per view, it, it goes into the instance of all of that money is invested into the main event. They don't put yeah. anything else aside for the the co feature bouts. They just don't. There's you nobody know? that that, that um, can prove that they can sell enough. I mean, look, look at yeah, look at look at the thing for for that first Wilder Fury fight. Like who who did they who did they have on that? Luis Ortiz versus who? What was that Travis Kaufman? Yes, Travis Kaufman. Right? Oh, that was, was you complaining? Were you were you complaining then? You damn right I was. I didn't I didn't I hear all the ferocity. I didn't hear all this veracity. I didn't hear because, that you were going to that's because, that you, that's that, because you don't support you the Rupert Rupert Report, man. Like you said, you did. Oh. That's why, man. That's why. That's why. Because <laughs> Jr. would tell you I was pissed off. Jr. would tell you I was yeah. pissed off. Yeah, he was. I was like, why are they off. doing this to Wilder, man? Like, he's doing Wilder, Wilder dirty. Yo, <laughs> honestly, can Wilder honestly, get a piece of undercard? Honestly, you know who they should put on the undercard to be real though. Boots in it whoever one forty seven and want to get their ass beat. That's what you put on out there. That'd be something to watch. Whatever one, whatever one forty seven you want to see and get their ass wet, put them on there, man. <laughs> oh man. man! All right, I'm gonna get to the dot counting. So yeah, I have a confession go. to make. Okay, the first time I counted the dots was uh, back when the tickets were first released. This was uh, December the 29th when I first counted the dots, right? And we had 1,331 tickets left for Wilder versus Fury. The second time I counted the dots was New Year's Eve because I was drunk. And then we had 1,242 <laughs> tickets left. Wait, how can, how can we trust the accuracy of the dot counting if you were drunk? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> the, third time, the third time I counted the dot, uh, I counted 797 tickets left. Okay? And we started uh-huh. seeing a lot of sellouts in certain sections. Section 23. 24, section 12, uh, the whole entire floor was sold out. Uh, all the 100 seats were sold out. But then a funny thing happened. I Uh-oh. went back on the website and sections that were previously sold out all of a sudden was full of blue dots. Oh man! So oh, it looks as if they were holding back all these tickets to make it seem like it was a hot ticket to get people to buy. So it's unfortunate, but today, 
You know, I put my pride aside, and I said, you know what, Jr., I'm going to count these dots again just to see the damage that Al Heyman has caused me, okay? And I counted the dots How much today. he broke your heart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I counted the dots today. And, Jr., there's more tickets left than the first time I counted the dots. Oh, oh, oh. Excuse me. Excuse me. I will not stand for any Al Heyman slander. <laughs> I'm just reporting the news. I'm just reporting the news. I don't I don't want to become the it's news. Still early. It's still early. It's like a month away, though. Yeah, yeah but, five weeks away or so. Oh, God. But I, I did count. Yo, I counted them all. Right. Man, man, you gotta wait for people to get their turbo tax, baby. You know how it works, baby. From I'm, hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. Niggas get their income tax. They get their income tax. Jr. You gonna see? Uh, you gonna see a lot of unnecessary balling, man. I hope so. <laughs> but I am happy to report that they still sold a lot of tickets. But right now, there is officially fifteen hundred and twenty-five tickets left. That's still good. That is still good. However, yeah. However, how do we know that these are all the tickets that are really available? Al Heyman, Al Heyman wouldn't do that. Sorry, I don't. He did it. No. He did it the first time. I don't believe you. I think you. It was New Year's. I think you were inebriated, and you probably saw double or triple. What about the fourth? When I counted seven hundred and ninety-seven. I'll give you. I'll give you an example. I know. Okay. I know people. I'm gonna give I you, know people from the Bronx smoke the finest. I'm gonna give you so. a quick example, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> that is rude. How dare this guy? <laughs> okay. So section two, when I counted it on the fourth of January, section two had only six tickets left. Right now, section two has fifty-two tickets left. Section and three, when I count it on the fourth, this is access. Is who? Access. Access. What's that? I never heard of that. That's where they usually sell the tickets uh, for um, uh, Las Vegas events, specific Las Vegas events. They did, or like, you know, other events. Because remember, the last time for uh, Wilder Fury, they, they did the ticket sales on access. They didn't do it on Ticketmaster. Oh, okay. So section three had eight tickets left. Now that also has 52 tickets left. Now, some of this stuff was actually really egregious, and, and this is where I was pissed off at. So right now, okay, section 211. So section 211, when I counted it on the fourth, it was 77 tickets left. Now there's 116 tickets left. Damn. Which is ridiculous. 116. Sections 23 and 24 had zero tickets left. They were sold out. Now it has 33 and 56, respectively. So there was some funny business going on with the ticket. Now, floor C had no the whole floor was sold out. You remember I told you that before, JR. Yeah. The entire yeah, yeah. floor was sold out. 
Now Floor C still has seven tickets left at 2500 a pop. Even the wheelchair mm. accessible tickets got tickets in them now, and it didn't have it before. So mm. unless you're telling me uh, Errol Spence returned all his wheelchair access tickets because he's healed now, <laughs> then some funny business is going Listen, on. Listen, yo, I'll, I'll, hey, hey. I ain't even going to go through this thing with Earl Spence again. I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I don't want to end up like Rick. <laughs> Shout out to Rick. So funny business is going on, man. So I hope that my numbers are accurate because if they're not, I think I'm going to have to deactivate my Facebook again. <laughs> but but we we all know one thing you don't you don't like to talk about the past and the second thing is you don't fact check so <laughs> <laughs> all right so I'm gonna say this and I gotta go first I don't trust the accuracy of Matt's County because I would imagine I think Crown Royal was involved he looks like the Crown Royal type. <laughs> I know Matt don't drink clear, so I know it's dark. You can't trust anybody's Matt that drinks dark. Oh, That's something wow. I live by. Oh, wow. You know this. <laughs> I'm offended. People got, I did not people come on show to be attacked. I did not come on the show to be attacked. People have started whole families off of dark. Like, you can point to each kid, and you can be like, yeah, Johnny Walker Black, Tennessee, Kavassia. Uh, Doucet. Like, you can just point to each kid. So, you say kind of smooth, bro. What's up with Doucet? You know what that sounds to me? That sounds to me like little girl with brown eyes. That's what that sounds like to me. Yeah, that shit's smooth. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> like I can't even drink I can't drink double black. <laughs> oh you drink double black? Oh you definitely not pulling out. You drink double black. Come on, right nah. Yo, are we talking to Nate Campbell right now? What is going on here? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Yeah, but no, serious no. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me. I gotta go. Who are you back on the map? J Rock. Small, like like he bounced back the first time, so he'll bounce back again. Um, so he underestimated the kid. <laughs> Danny Garcia, you know when you get a uh, when you get a, I ain't gonna call him a cherry, but when you get all alone. A rich and a He's going to do something spectacular. <laughs> and Stephen Farmer, that's the 50 50 fight. I don't know who's going to win that. Stephen Fulton, he's the goods. He's going to wash Arnold Keggy. I like and... him. I, I like Fulton. Oh, you, oh, you like? Oh, okay. Well, you yeah, probably he, think he, he's from Jersey. You think he's from North Jersey? Nah, nah, nah. nah. He's he one of the, the few good fighters you got. I like him. Oh God! The funny thing is, I like Tiafimo against Loma. Me too. I think 
I think you want to send your Loma pack into the Ukraine. Say, hold this. Huh. I hope so. Because oh, Lopez is going to be one of my underdogs. I'm going to put some money on ain't, that. Ain't, ain't Richard Comey from New York? Yeah. Nah, he's from Ghana. He don't count. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bruh. If you lose, you don't get to claim New York no more. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> y'all stop, yo, so y'all stop claiming. Yo, it's grimy in New York, son. Come on. Yeah, man, you don't get to claim New York no more when you lose. Get out of here. Man, your best friend <laughs> right now is Cardi B. Hey, oh, Cardi nah, B's all right. Nah, nah. Hey, nah, hey, nah, nah, hey, nah, I'm sorry. I can't. You know, I can't. No, I can't. Mm-mm. Nah, you're not. You're not gonna be spending on Cardi B. Nah, nah, nah. Matt, nah, sorry, I can't. I can't. Matt. I can't. I can't. Sorry, but real Matt, talk, what? I can't rock with somebody that slams on other black women. One and two, openly claims that she hustled. You know, dudes. Yo, Matt, Matt was supporting so her money. When she was a, Matt been supporting her since Sue's Rodney group, man. These are facts. Yo, yo, Cardi B is a legend. Okay, she's a legend. Y'all, y'all need to stop that. Nah, nah, this is just too much. Cardi B is a legend. Yo, yo, let me go, y'all, y'all. Yeah, all right, yo, yeah, yeah, cause I, yeah, I'm about to close out the show too, man. <laughs> yo, good. I got to go watch Power anyway. Yeah, yo, you gotta find out. Good. Yo, you gotta find out who shot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> They draw that out too damn right. long anyway. All right, so, all right, yo. Hey, so yeah, we're gonna put a close to this episode of the Boxing Source Radio Show, man. And um, you know, I'll uh, be back on it January 26th. We gonna make uh, we gonna get things crackalacking. You know, on January 26th. <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, so be sure to catch that and, and, and catch articles on the boxingsource.net. dot net. We we putting in work on the boxingsource.net dot net uh there. And like I said at the end of every show, folks, the point of boxing is to hit and not get hit. Not to stand and trade on that note, I'm out. Have a good evening, everybody. Bob Squad, baby. <laughs>